Welcome to the Commit to Fit podcast with your host, Gina Marie Burke. I know you guys are going to love this episode. I go on a few very valuable tangents, but overall, what I really want to chat about today is overcoming gym intimidation. And before I get into that, if you haven't given us a rating or review, go ahead and do that now. It's going to take you 30 seconds. And the more ratings and reviews we have, the more Apple Podcasts or Spotify pushes this podcast out to new listeners so we can make a bigger impact. So anyways, something that comes up a lot when chatting with potential clients is that they are feeling scared, feeling intimidated, feeling anxious, going to a gym or going to the weight section of a gym. Sometimes it gets to the point where they are avoiding the gym altogether and then they feel stuck, they feel demotivated. And I think this fear or anxiety stems from a couple of things, but the first thing is not really knowing what to do when you go to the gym. You see, education gives you confidence. And when you're not educated in fitness and weightlifting, your, confi- your confidence is just not going to be there. It's like you know going to school to be a nurse. You know you get your degree, the certifications, you get a job at a hospital. You know how to put in an IV, how to assess patients, how to care for patients. And like you have the confidence in that job position because you had the education and experience behind it. You know, you put me in a nurse's job for a day. Obviously, that's not my qualifications. But imagine being put into a job you know nothing about. Of course, you're going to be scared. You're going to be anxious. You're going to be intimidated because you don't know anything about that position and you don't have any of the education behind it. So same thing with your fitness journey. You know, not everybody studies fitness, nutrition sciences, health sciences. So it's not a shock that when you don't have that level of education, you feel uncomfortable going to a gym. And I want you to understand that before we kind of dive into overcoming gym intimidation or gym anxiety, that it is completely natural and totally okay to feel fear doing something you've either never done before, doing something you don't have much knowledge behind, it is okay that you are unconfident going into the weight section or unconfident making choices at the grocery store. But if you're listening to this podcast, you want to be confident in the gym. You want to be confident in your food choices, your body, your self-image, and you know that starts with fitness. So kudos to you for wanting to pursue this path because It's not easy to try new things. It's not easy to do things scared. And it's not easy to push fear aside. It's completely normal to feel fear, anxiety about something you haven't studied or something you have just not been educated on. And education on a topic, I think, is only a sliver because having six years of coaching experience, a bachelor's degree in physiology, many personal training and nutrition certifications, I still feel unconfident a lot of the times. And I still get gym anxiety. Education isn't like the key to overcoming it. It's only a sliver. What's much, much bigger, much bigger piece of the equation here is really action. Doing the things time and time again, proving to yourself that you can do it, proving to yourself that you know what you're doing, and then showing up over and over and over again to give yourself more confidence. You see, action is what's going to drive the fear away, drive the anxiety away, 
get you to the point where you feel confident in the weight room in this case. And like confident anytime you walk into a gym, confident in your health choices. But creating action is much easier said than done. And I promise I'll get to some tactical things you can do to help overcome gym anxiety. But let's talk about what it really takes to create action. Because more often than not, we can set goals, we can write to-do lists, we can create the vision board. But where we get stuck is actually doing the things. Sometimes it's analysis by paralysis where you're overthinking, you're stuck in your head. That kind of keeps you from moving forward. Sometimes it's fear or negative feelings. Sometimes it's limiting thoughts or limiting beliefs. Sometimes it's other obstacles, roadblocks that get in the way, maybe our own excuses. And sometimes it's productive inaction where you, you know, kind of do something else because you don't want to do the actual thing that you need to do, but you make yourself feel better because at least you're doing something. (laughs) Now, not taking action can stop like 95% of people from pursuing their dreams, especially when it comes to fitness. Like, how many times have you said, oh, I'll start my diet on Monday. I'll sign up for that gym membership next week. I'll check out the apartment gym tomorrow. I'll register for this certificate next month. But that day comes and you keep moving the goalpost, continuing to not take take action because whatever it is, an excuse, a mental roadblock, an obstacle, whatever. And honestly, like this is pretty normal behavior, but like who wants to settle for normal? Who wants to settle for average? Because average hits mediocre goals. Average puts yourself into a box. And average is fucking lame. There's a quote I saw the other day, and it's, don't be average, be legendary. And I think if you don't want to be average, you need to take action. And not only take action, dive deeper. Understand why you haven't taken action before. What has been your typical roadblock that keeps you stuck? I went through, obviously, a couple of them um, just previously. You know, fear, limiting beliefs, excuses, overthinking. What is your thing that has been keeping you stuck? And how can you overcome that thing to get you into action? This is one of those topics that I really think you should write down. Grab your journal journal about it. I think it's really important to address these kinds of things more in depth and obviously writing them down will kind of help do that for you. Get all of your thoughts out onto paper, brainstorm why it is you keep saying you're going to go to the gym and you never do. What's the roadblock? What's the excuse? What's coming up for you specifically? Because it's different for everyone. And once you have a better understanding of, you know, why you're not taking action, you might be able to actually show up to the gym, go to the weight room. Maybe there still is fear or anxiety, but at least you're doing it. And we know that doing it will help us overcome that fear. Anyways, I hope that tangent was kind of helpful because it all really leads into how do we actually overcome gym anxiety, overcome gym intimidation. And to be completely honest, taking action will help you get there. Educating yourself a little bit more will help you feel more confident. But there are still some things that 
you can do to kind of get you out of this uncomfortable zone um, and kind of help make this gym experience a little bit more enjoyable for you. So here are my best tips for overcoming gym intimidation. The first one is going to be for anyone that is new to a gym. So if you are just joining a gym, I want you to ask for a free trial so you can test it out. Most gyms offer this and it's great to understand the environment, the vibe, the people, the equipment, everything. And if you do have the flexibility during that trial period, go to the gym at the time that you would typically go, whether that's after work, before work, lunchtime, or if you have flexibility to go at different times throughout the day so you can kind of understand how busy it is during the times that you're probably going to be going. My next tip is to ask questions. The front desk staff, the trainers, the manager, coming from managing and training gyms, I loved when members would ask questions, when they would ask me how to use a piece of equipment, when they would ask me to check their form, when they would ask me what my hours were so they can make sure I was there when they would come in so they can say hi and have a chat. Ask questions because, you know, they can fill in all of the blanks for you and help you feel a little bit more confident. I would say the best thing too is to have them show you around, you know, do like a little gym tour when you're signing up. That way you can kind of figure out like where everything is, you know, where the bathrooms are, the equipment, the studio rooms, whatever they have available. So that way you kind of know the lay of the land and you're not just like walking in blind. And some good questions to ask staff during a tour are, what are your busy times? Do you offer classes? Are there certain areas of the gym that are off limits during personal training? Um, what's included in your membership? And of course, how much is the monthly cost? Most big box gyms like 24 Hour, Crunch, Vasa, those are going to be anywhere from like $20 to $40 a month. And then higher end gyms, kind of like Lifetime, are probably going to be like $100 plus monthly. So kind of, you know, best thing is like find the gym in your area and then obviously a price point that you can afford. Um, third thing is to give yourself a few days to get familiar with the gym and really have a lot of grace with yourself. You're not going to know everything right off the bat. You're not going to remember where a certain piece of equipment is. You might be like wandering eyes, walking around, looking for it. Give some grace. Um, I've been at a gym for, like my current gym, for well over a year now. And there are still some pieces of equipment that I'm like, how do you use this thing? Like, where is the abductor machine again? Like, what else do they have back in this corner? Like, give yourself some time. It is a learning experience. My next thing would be to, you know, if you're not super comfortable working out around other people, if that's kind of one of your fears, like more of a social anxiety thing, biggest tip would be to grab some dumbbells and go to a corner of the gym. Go to the empty studio room if you have one, and you can do your workout kind of away from everyone else. That way you're a little bit more comfortable. Next thing is to, this one's big, is to try not to compare yourself to anybody else. That girl shoulder pressing 50s next to you has probably years and years of experience under her belt. And you might just be on day one. Everybody in that gym is on a different timeline, different level of experience, different goals. You know, if somebody is lifting more than you, lifting less than you, you've got no idea where they're coming from. 
I know that having a shoulder injury recently, I was only shoulder pressing like five or 10 pounds to repair my shoulder. And I kind of felt weak because I was like, man, like, well, first of all, I used to be pressing a lot higher weight. But second of all, I was like, oh man, I feel like I'm back to square run. But same thing with other people. You have no idea if someone's working through an injury, if, you know, maybe they're through a deload week, maybe they are pushing PRs. You've got no idea. And you just can't compare somebody's day 300 to your day one. So just try not to. It's a lot easier said than done, but just focus on yourself. Everybody is moreover focused on themselves when they're at the gym. They're really not focused on anybody else. Next tip would be to go with a friend, your significant other, work out with someone, and you'll feel a lot more comfortable and confident. Having a gym buddy can increase your adherence to the gym and actually like consistently show up, but also make the experience a lot more fun. And if you guys have similar goals, also makes it a lot more fun because you can kind of do the workout like exercise for exercise and kind of push each other, help spot each other, all of those kinds of things. So having a gym buddy is so much fun and can definitely help boost your confidence and comfortability when you're at the gym. And then the last one that I have, which I should have mentioned this actually at the top of the list, but I'll finish with it. It's always have a plan. We talked previously about how education behind a certain subject can give you a little bit more confidence. And that is the same thing with fitness and going in with a plan. You don't have to know exactly what all of these exercises do for you or what the rep ranges are doing for you and everything like that. But you should never go in blind because having a plan is just going to make you feel so much better and just help you feel a lot more confident in knowing what you're actually doing. Whether that is, you know, a plan on paper, something on your phone, it's going to do wonders for your anxiety because then you're just going to know exactly what to do when you get there. Makes things so easy. And if you don't have a plan, don't know how to make one, that is okay. Remember, maybe you didn't study fitness, you're not supposed to know how to program a workout or what exercises you should be doing what day. But if this is your missing piece, you get to the gym more often than not without a plan, and you know it would be easier for you to go and make progress if you had a plan, that is exactly what we do at Commit to Fit One-on-One -on -one Coaching. We create a customized training plan based off of your goals, your lifestyle, the equipment you have available, your time, your fitness ability. Everything is taken into consideration when creating a plan just for you so that you can, can succeed at working out and ultimately succeed in reaching your goals and probably a lot faster. So if that's what you need, I want to challenge you to actually take action right now. Go to the show notes, put in the application through the link that we have available. We can help you get a plan so that way you can show up to the gym more often and you know exactly what you're doing to kind of ease some of that in intimidation and anxiety. And remember, the fear, the anxiety when going to the gym, it's all normal, but hopefully I've given you some ideas for overcoming it and helping you feel a little bit more confident in the gym. And one last thing that we are offering is a 21-day healthy habit series. Stick with me here. 
So this series is to help you fall back into good habits this fall, little play on words there. Um, it's an email series and a habit tracker worksheet. So every day, every day, you'll receive one email a day for 21 days. This is going to either have a habit that you can start implementing or a topic of the day to help you learn more, educate you on your health journey, and ultimately help you feel your absolute best each and every day by implementing these habits. It's totally free, guys. All you have to do is pop in your email to the link in the show notes, and you'll start receiving the email series. And also, you'll be able to download the habit tracker as well. I did this email series a couple of years ago during the COVID shutdowns, and it was super popular, very, very valuable information. We got a lot, a lot of positive feedback. So I hope to see some new signups for the series from this podcast. And like I said at the beginning, if this podcast was helpful for you, if you were enjoying listening, I would love it if you guys can take 30 seconds to give us a rating or a review. I want more listeners on this podcast. I know that it's very valuable. I know that a lot of you have already benefited from the episodes that we've had, and we're just going to keep going so we can impact more people. So if you haven't done that already, do so, and I will see you next week.